Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That was an amazing catch. I mean, the guy fumbled on the three-yard line. He doesn't fumble that. Now the pressure's back on Mahomes with a lot of time left, five minutes and three timeouts, only up a field goal with the bum ankle. Who knows how that game could have turned out. Why were you so struck by him patting guys on the butt saying good season? Well, cause I just, do, I, do you realize that happens outside of every locker room all over the NFL? I was just inspired by the, when the, Trevor way, does it, the way the way he's he special, the way he stopped and waited. Stopped. You know what I'm saying? My man turned around and I mean that's just like a quarterback. You go back to the locker room, it was a tough loss. Like and it's because you're not used to leadership having Derek and, Carr. You're not used to seeing right. that kind of that's thing. That's right. And right. then you just look at his reaction from his teammates. They all came over and like they gave him a hug. Like it was like it clearly it's really sweet. You know, I, I'm telling you, the Jags are going to be a problem. A problem for what? That, the he Tennessee just told you Titans. That they're not a problem for Cincinnati. They're no, probably they not a problem for yet. Buffalo. They're not there yet. They're not there. They they're might, not a problem for KC. I'm gonna be honest with you. They might be a problem for Buffalo. I might like them more than Buffalo right now. Well, you're down on McDermott. I am until they get that situation addressed. That one, I mean, that again, they came into this thing, they were and, rolling. And here's the other thing. Here's the dirty little secret it's, that nobody wants to talk about. Josh Allen got worse as the season went yeah, on. He did. Like he regressed. You got to get that man a run game and use it. They should have traded for Christian McCaffrey. They should have done what the San Francisco 49ers did, and it is not an accident that they're still playing and the Bills are not. That's because they don't have a run game. All the, their, their offense is predicated on Josh. Go save us. It has been for years. You know, like at some point, it's just going to – it's too easy to, to, to scheme against. And you – dude, Mike McDaniel and the damn third-string quarterback are out here put, playing you to the, to the end, you know? You're going to put some respect on Brock's name. Oh, yeah. Look at all the quarterbacks Brock has beaten. I'm glad you mentioned this. I got the list for you. Oh, I don't want to hear it. It's he, an impressive he, he took out what was supposed to be a real team this weekend. You've been told me this, that he hadn't played anybody. Here we go. Ready? Well, C- he made Dallas look like nobody's. We got uh, uh, CTE. Dak did, too. I mean, Tua. He beat Tua. He beat old-ass Brady. Geno. Taylor Heineke. Jarrett Stidham. We just came off Dak. You said he looked like God out da- there against Tampa Bay. David Block. Said he was perfect. Uh, Geno Smith again. And Dak, he got a real one this weekend. Jalen Hurts, you may oh, know him. Jalen will be a wannabe quarterback after they lose, according to you. Yeah, you'll bring it. You'll bring him down a peg too. I, I think. He, I think it's going to be a, Shanahan and the Niners beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia back in the Super Bowl for the first time since the Philly special. Wow. Can we all agree Dak is in a bad spot right here? I hate. The, I, I, I just can you put a quarterback whisperer with him? You have to. Yes. And fix it. You I think might be you can. To. This yeah. dude's, oh, yeah. this no, dude's I, been a guy who usually takes care of the football, who reads the field well. Yeah. you got to get that back in him. Yes. And no, the little I, Kellen Moore dude is not the guy to do it. you and, and you got to roll him and it's because not, you're not yep. going to fire McCarthy. No. Well, so, so go get him somebody as an OC or somebody that's a technically a quarterback yeah. whisperer. Well, get some look, coach or yeah. whatever. Mike McCarthy is a boob. Okay, let's he, be clear he, about and that. And he mismanaged, uh, again, the clock at the end of that game. When they were about to punt it back, he didn't use a timeout. That yeah. They wasted like 30 oh, yeah. seconds. Yeah. I told you, that's, it. that's his issue, yeah. Yeah. his clock management. They barely got Shows it off up before every the two-minute warning. He punted the ball at tied game from the 40-yard line of San Francisco with fourth but, and five. But Incredible. back to the point, you are not going to fire him. Well, I would. You should. Because you've won 12 games each I of the past two You're seasons. Right. I get it. And because you looked so good last week in dispatching what we all agree was a bad Tampa Bay team. Yeah. But they're not firing McCarthy. I, look, this is how I feel They're going to fire Kellen Moore, my, is my guess. They and, might. Get, and get Dak a new some, OC. Some, somebody's got – there's got you to can't, be something. Right. Some yeah, you, you got to. You can't, you can't move off of Dak. Look, I – They're signed no, in. No, you're right. The NFL is, is, is very, very simple. The, the the most creative, imaginative coaches are the ones who are still playing, right? I mean, think about it. Andy Reid, known as as a legendary game planner. 
Uh, Nick Sirianni is a really good young mm-hmm. one. Shanahan, we know, has been doing this. And Zach Taylor has Joe Burrow. So, like, that's the great equalizer there. And it's the guys like Sean McDermott and it's the guys like Mike McCarthy who are stubborn and they don't have creativity and they don't have the ability to draw up, you know, special things. That's They're, they're at home. Even Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel was within a field goal. Again, that clock management was not his fault. That was this rookie quarterback that's never been in the situation. They're taking delay of games. They're having to call timeouts because he's a rookie quarterback. If it's Teddy, if it's Teddy, they probably win that game. Not even Tua. Well, what's Josh McDaniels then? Josh McDaniels sucks. He's he, a, he, we, he, we don't consider him some brilliant offensive no. mind. He was considered that with the Patriots, was he not? He just had not Brady. crowned that. You've given him a coaching head coach job twice. I don't, I, not twice. me. Not me. I, I would have fired his ass after the season. I would have moved on from him. And I, and I would move on from Mike McCarthy. Because the, 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 you have to be a genius in the NFL today as a coach. And if you are not, you will get left behind. The smartest coaches are the ones who are playing right now. Or mm. are, 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 are still alive, I should say. You know? Um, like Doug Peterson. Yeah. Doug Peterson. Exactly. T- t- I mean, come on. What are we talking about? Yeah. Doug Peterson took a team that was the laughing stock of the NFL. The roster's basically the same. I mean, yeah, they pay Christian Kirk. They brought in Evan Ingram. But by and large, it's the same group. And they go from winning two games and being embarrassing to, you know, I mean, they 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 won a playoff game. Played the Chiefs tough at Arrowhead, you know. So, I, I mean, again, I don't know what Matt Eberflus is. I, I mean, I, who knows? We, we're not, we're not, we, we can't evaluate him yet. We don't know. Well, he's a defensive coach. He's in some yeah. creative offensive mind, like well, you're saying. You at least got to hire that guy. You, if, you're, if you're not him, you have to make sure you have him as your OC, you know. And ultimately, you're the one that hires. So you have to recognize, like, hey, I don't – this is a part where I have a deficiency. I can't, you know, so yeah. I'm going to go identify the next bright mind. And if you don't do that, dude, you're getting left behind. You're getting left behind. So – Well, fire Josh McDaniels today then. Damn right. I, I have no, you're I, just wasting time. Can't win with him. Can't coach with him. I want nothing well, to do with him. Y'all, y'all have made Carr the fall guy. Well, that's what they did. That's what they decided. And maybe that's that was maybe that was for the Raiders today. Maybe that was the right decision because frankly, we've had nine years of it. And it's it's not unlike the Dak situation. You know? It's not unlike the Dak situation. And we've made lots of changes around Derek now. He he had lots of coordinators and lots of coaches and it just never really took off. So I think at that point you're like, All right, it's probably never gonna happen. I think Dak deserves one more fresh start. Oh, they got to get him back, uh, and uh, the right coach, the, the right OC mind around him can, yeah. can fix him. You got a good and idea. Get him that. seeing the field again. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you have to understand his strengths, um, and you have to uh, accentuate them. And if you don't, my salute gonna... to Tony Pollard as well, too. That was a tough blow. Yeah, was a fibula you end up breaking. Yep, and that and that hurt him. <sighs> that, oh, when he that went hurt down, him. it was oh, yeah. now Dak's got to do it all. Mm-mm, not you got, ready to you got do Zeke it. who runs uh, a five-two now. Yeah, not same. Like you, it, like it just takes their explosiveness on they're, they're, yeah. so much of it away. There was a uh, there was a play, and again, there's so many of them. But Zeke had a huge hole, and like 2016, Zeke bust through that for a touchdown. Couldn't hit it, but he got tripped up. Yeah, because he's slow now. He's old. He's. Yeah. I mean, the tread on that those tires is is worn. You know, well, Tony Pollard would not have gotten tripped up. Yeah, it doesn't work when he's back when it's just him. And that's not how it, it was designed. It worked when you know the two I mean? of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, and, and he's going to be an uh, unrestricted free agent too going into it. Oh, hopefully, they're, they're hopefully bringing it, won't, him it won't affect him at Dallas all. Dallas is bringing him. It's only a three month injury, they said. Oh. A three month recovery. Okay, good. So Dallas would be damn fools if they don't bring him back. I don't see any way they don't, um, fibula or not. I'm just glad it's not an ACL. You yeah. know, that's, yeah. a, that's a much different thing. That um, man tried to get up. He was crawling. Tough, tough he little was son being of a gun. Tough. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I hated that. TP, I hated no. That. No, get up, TP. Yeah. Get up, man. Yep. I mean, that wasn't a dirty hit. But it's like, learn how to tackle, you know? Yeah. You don't have to, like, bring, put all your yeah, weight on it. either. You know? Uh, all right, we'll come back with the rundown. Respect burgers at 1 o'clock. Fits at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, I need to turn to him. Yes, man? It's Brad here in studio with the guys, and obviously everybody's talking about sports wagering on your phone. That's because you can get right on your app there and uh, download the Betley Sportsbook app today on your phone for all of the championship action you're going to be seeing this weekend, whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's the Niners or the Eagles. Uh, this is your weekend and your week to have the Betley Sportsbook. It's the one I use this weekend, um, and you can use it too, actually, for great payouts, easy, fast, quick tech, uh, all of the things that all of the other great apps have, but this is even better because it's legal in Arkansas. So you can go over to West Memphis and do business there, or you can go over to Marion. And now it's legal here in Tennessee. And one of the things I like about the Betley Sportsbook 
are, are their promotions tab, and they've gotten creative for tonight's game, the Grizzlies and the Kings. And if you're on the Grizzlies tonight, minus one and a half, you can get Grizzlies minus one and a half plus Bane over threes at two and a half. They've boosted it from plus 200 to plus 230. So a few more bucks in your pocket if you're riding with the Grizzlies and Bane tonight on over threes, okay? Whether it's the Grizzlies game, the college hoops action, or the NFL this weekend, nobody does it better than the Betley Sportsbook. So download it today and get $250 risk-free on that first wager. It's your first time, so download it and get the cash and get in on the winning. Must be 21 or older. Located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet using Betley. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700, the Betley Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sportsbook. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The Rundown, with the biggest stories of the day, from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. The Memphis Grizzlies will be attempting to end a two-game skid in Sacramento tonight. Now, that is, if I'm not mistaken, a 9.30 tip. Uh, pre-game will be here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 9 o'clock. Uh, tip with the Great Air Castletine at 9.30. Last I looked, Grizz, uh, despite having dropped two in a row, two games they should not have lost, uh, they are one-point favorites tonight at a Sacramento team. Should be looking to get back at them Um you come away from both of those losses, to me, just as frustrated. Uh, in the end, the one against the Lakers, John was joking off air in between that we might have fixed the Lakers, who have, it looks like, gone out and gotten Rudy Hachimor. More on that uh, later. But John's point is that, man, you made them at Lakers believe. And you did. You did. That game was under control. Dylan Brooks was doing a good job on LeBron James uh, in that game, and so were the Grizzlies defensively. So much, too, that I thought LeBron, for the most part, had mentally checked out of that one. Uh, but you do give up what twenty nine to Westbrook. You give them a chance there at the end to to make De- you know Dennis Schroeder a hero by coming around getting that steal on Desmond Bain. Just got a hold on that ball. They got to foul you at that point. Uh, Desmond, you know, not seeing Schroeder uh, on his right shoulder. You, know, you give up the ball. You give up the win. That one's you know pretty disgusting. But I think you're just as disgusted with the effort in the first half against Phoenix and the fact that you it looked like the Grizz had mailed it in earlier and fallen behind what twenty nine. I think at some point uh, it was there in the third quarter and. Really was some young energy. Zaire Williams hitting a 79-foot heave uh, in that game that kind of turned the energy around. And, yes, you ended up cutting two to have a chance, but you never should have been behind 29 of that Phoenix team. And I don't care that Chris Paul was back. There's no Devin Booker out there. Uh, they were lifeless early on. So I, I, my point was you'd be frustrated by both of them, an equal level of frustration. The hope is that you shake that off quick, that this is not a, a patch that goes to being four or five games like it was before you won the – what, 11 in a row, that the focus, uh, you get it tighter here quicker going against the Sacramento team that you you better have the focus uh, uh, ready because this team will knock you off. What are they, uh, third in the conference? And albeit a significant way behind the Grizzlies now, four and a half games, I believe it is. But that said, listen, it's at their place. 
You've dropped now to a game under 500 on the road. Get the focus back. You've got to feel like you let a couple of get away this weekend. So hopefully for the Grizzlies, again, one-point favorites tonight at Sacramento. It's a quick rough patch as, as, you know, as opposed to a one that would last all five games on this road trip. Get get the get the get the the disarray out now. Yeah, look, I think um, as this road trip got underway, I I, I kind of thought this would go a very different way. I thought the Grizz would start two and zero, and then they would have the letdown tonight. You know, I kind of thought it would go be the, against a hungry segment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're what are they third or fourth in the West? Third. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. However. I think that kind of has been flipped on its head. Now, I think you're looking at a situation where you've got the Grizz who are, um, you know, they've kind of been spanked a little bit the last two games. They've kind of been woken up a little bit. And now here come the Kings, the young Kings that are that would like nothing more than to send you, you know, on your way with a third straight loss. Um, and I think the Grizzlies have heard a lot of the chirp. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's one of the things that I really took out of this weekend is how – much, and who knows, like it's Twitter, but how much people on Twitter enjoy the Grizzlies losing? It's become a new favorite pastime outside of Memphis in the NBA. Well, teams that talk always have those yeah. that can't wait to see you fall on it, yeah. on your face. I, mean, I don't, you know, I, I don't, maybe I'm, maybe I'm like in my own bubble here, but I mean, I never looked at the Grizzlies as a team that, I mean, they just sort of, you know, they felt like they were the underdogs two years ago, you know, and they arrived on the scene and, you know, maybe Jive had some tweets, but, you know, and LeBron said what he said about D-Bane, but, like, do you think of the Grizzlies as this team that goes out of their way to, like, disrespect their the opponents? Disrespect, no, but I think they're the trash-talking this team in the NBA. Yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they are that. Between Dylan and Ja alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's probably fair. Um, but people definitely enjoy it because I, I can't tell you how many burner accounts I had tweeting me this weekend, you know, just off the Shannon stuff. <laughs> So that's the thing is like I think the Grizzlies are hearing that now, and uh, they've they've kind of unwittingly become the heels of the NBA, which is kind of, it's crazy, you know, from from you know the the darlings it feels like to now they're a team that everybody wants to see fail um, outside of Memphis. It's kind of crazy how quickly that can can turn. The Warriors same way. The Warriors were like, oh man, look at the look at Steph and Clay. They're turning around this you know this moribund you know. Uh, listless franchise, and and then they win some titles, and the Grizzlies haven't done that, granted, but they started winning at a high clip, and now everybody wants to see them lose. I guess that's just part of it, huh? When you when you start to win a lot, people get sick of it. I'd be mean, one thing if you were just doing this, and 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 you're not talking about it, you're not saying we're not concerned about anybody. I mean, what are we talking about here? This comes with the territory, and and we've said it. When you talk the talk, you got to back it up. When you fall, they're going to call you out. You're going to have your haters. Yep. It's very easily. This is very easy to understand. So I'm not concerned about anything that's anybody saying at the Grizzlies or saying, oh, ha, ha, you guys, you guys haven't won anything, and yet you talk like you have. This is all part of the process. And literally, I think we saw some of it earlier this year when Josh said one thing, okay, he might be ready to back it up, but the team wasn't. He comes back says, we're a work in progress. Like, this is all part of growing up. Mm-hmm. This is all part. And really, none of this matters in the end because ultimately you're going to be measured on Playoff wins, right? So all, all this regular season and talking and backing it up doesn't matter. It's going to be what you do in the playoffs. So, um, that's that's the bottom line. Hopefully the Grizzlies are back at it and, and much more focused tonight against Sacramento. I will say it's a good thing that Shea Gilgis-Alexander uh, hit an eight-footer against Denver last night. Now, Denver was without Jokic for the second straight game, a Denver team that had been red hot. where They were without Jokic, but they did have Jamal Murray, uh, and they lost that game 101-99. So you're only a game and a half behind. Could have been – what, two and a half games because of that loss. You're only a game and a half behind. That interesting thing, too, from that. Michael Porter Jr. missed that game. I was just telling John this off air. I, I hadn't seen the news on this, but his younger brother, uh, Coben, Coban, he's a sophomore guard at Denver, the University of Denver, was arrested Sunday on suspicion of vehicular homicide Good grief. and reckless driving after he was involved in a fatal crash. So that's what kept Porter uh, out of uh, yesterday's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, but that clearly... That that that's you talk about getting heavy in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Porter's younger brother involved in a, a, a vehicular homicide. Man. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I I I tell you this. I I was on the Grizzlies on Friday night. I uh, I thought like, hey, when they get into into these stages, they like to put on a show. It was national television. It was against the you know terrible Lakers, but 
I don't know. They just kind of fell apart there at the end. And now the Lakers have won two in a row. They had uh, they had a forty five point. Uh, excuse me. They out they outscored them forty to twenty. Uh, the, 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 to the Lakers or the Blazers in the third quarter, and then thirty five twenty one. So like just when you think you're putting the Lakers yeah, out, like twenty five and again. You know they are uh, all of a sudden now twenty two twenty five, and they have made a trade to go get Rui Hachimura. You bring him back with Anthony Davis. I mean, it's something. I don't know what it is. I mean, Rui's a good young player. He's certainly going to – he automatically becomes their third-best player. And then Russ Westbrook is your sixth man of the year. How? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, 29. Even, even bad Russ is still better than Rudy, is he not? What did Russ have against the Grizz? 29 mm-hmm. off the bench? Mm-hmm. Even bad Russ is still third-best, right? You're putting Rudy yeah, over yeah, Russ? Yeah, that's probably third? fair. That's probably fair. So he'll be fourth. But he'll be like the, the, the gap between four and five will be – very wide. For what? For a bunch of second-round picks? Kendrick Nunn and, yeah, some picks. I ain't giving up anything. Kendrick wasn't helping them to a degree that's going to change anything in terms of the postseason. Yeah, I mean, the, the the Lakers are starting Troy Brown. Like, what? Who is that? And then they're bringing uh, Max Christie and Kendrick Nunn off the bench? Yeah, I had to go look and see if that Doug Christie's son. It is not. It is not? No. Because I indeed had the I, same I, thought. I assumed that initially, especially when I saw he's light-skinned. Right. Yeah, that's not Doug, that's not Doug, son. Okay, well, we did indeed debunk that rumor. Because mm-hmm. um, well, Doug had some game now. Doug could shoot that thing. This kid, no game. Max. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I, I think he did make a three against the Grizzlies, but come on, man, no game. I said, is that Doug Christie's son? Nope. Doug Christie. Not even related to Doug Christie. Kind of like when you like see like on Twitter, what's the first thing you think about when you see this logo? Like Doug Christie. Doug used to hold up a sign to his uh, member. He used to hold up a thing to his wife or something. He's like, remember? You remember oh, that? Oh, every time. Yeah, like three. a little kiss or something. Remember? Remember that? Yeah. I think I want to tell you, him and his now. wife got remarried every year, too. You talk about just randomness. They got Doug. remarried every year? Yeah, I think year? they got like, remarried like or every five or something crazy like that. You know, she was on Housewives. They remarry every year on their something, wedding anniversary. Something like that. Something strange like that. Jackie is her name, his wife's name. They've been together a long time, very long time. And they, yeah, they do something like that, like let's like get they remarried, do. complete with guests and festivities. I knew it was something like that. That's weird. You just keep the love going. That ain't got nothing to do with love. You don't need to. You, you just basically hold a party for yourself every year. That hey, we're still married. I'm saying that's a high maintenance woman. She got to have a the highest when she got to have a wedding every year. I mean, I've I've heard of renewing vows. I've heard yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really like. Is that when your marriage has just gotten like off the rocks and you're like, all it's right. not off the rocks. It's like after ten years or twenty, you want to renew it, have a, you know, have a gathering. Doesn't necessarily mean the the marriage is going bad. Some might need it. Yeah. Others are just hey, have it's you a, renewed it's your a reason vows? to have an, a, a, a you know an event. Have you done that? Uh, no, but my I think my pastor is doing that as part of his twenty five year anniversary. You know, you can just make it part just, of just a chance to uh, reconnect, rekindle the flame. She just wants to hear you say it again. Right. Sam will make you do it uh, we before it's all said. The, our, our vows were read in Spanish, so I don't know how that's going to work. So what'd you say? C? Si? Yeah. You said C. Si. Yeah. I mean, she said them. You had to say yes in Spanish. I think just like to, for it to be recognized, you know, like the way she did it was like she said it in Spanish first, all the vows, and then she did it in English. Wow! Yeah, that made it longer. It definitely was long, man. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was fun. You know, I, I wouldn't mind the idea. Like, just you know, hey, let's just. Uh, although I don't necessarily know how important it is to have like you know guests and mm-hmm. do it all over again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't do it for that reason. But I, I feel like Jackie Christie is doing it for that reason. And you're right. That's a high maintenance. Remarry every year. I know. I know. It's not like Doug got that money coming in like he used to. I mean, Doug no, he, was good. He took but... care of him. They're obviously they, he 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 invested his money to you know he's got, but it's not coming in like he used to. Doug's a good former player. I want to say he's an analyst for somebody. I'm sure he is. Maybe on some radio network or something. Uh, he averaged for his career 11 points a game. So yeah, don't make Doug better than he was. Good role player is what Doug was. He did play 11 and uh, knock down that three for you. He too. played about 14, 15 years in the oh, league, yeah. so he oh, was yeah. getting he's getting checks. Blowing them kisses to Jackie. Uh, Still in love. 35% shooter for his career. I don't know. I would have told you 37, 38, so that's a little lower. So Doug, really, we're, we're giving him too much time. <laughs> that even, it ain't even Max's daddy we're talking about, Doug, here. His best year from three was 
forty percent. Oh yeah. In o two o three, which was actually I mean for that time not bad, not bad. Anyway, Grizzlies go zero and two over the weekend, um, and they are going to hope to avoid a three game losing streak. Yeah, it will become a streak with a loss tonight. Uh, tip at nine thirty right here on ninety turn FM ESPN. Next story. All right, we got a final four, ladies and gentlemen. It is as follows: Cincinnati. Kansas City on the AFC side, San Francisco, Philadelphia on the NFC side. I mean, did you want to see a Buffalo-Kansas City rematch? No. Okay. I want to see Joe Burrow. Okay, so you want to see Joe Burrow. So that is what you get. You are going to get Joe Burrow against the Kansas City Chiefs. They had really sold 50,000 tickets already? I mean, I'm assuming. To that neutral site game in I'm Atlanta? I'm assuming that they have. I don't think there was any. they were going to have any problems. I read some, so they'd sold 50. Well, and now the now the NFL is like talking about doing this full time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I want that. I think that was mentioned actually by Jeffrey Wright first. He was right. He was on that early. Yeah, like they don't like they sold fifty thousand tickets, and they probably made more money on them because you're you're gonna jack the price up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you probably my guess is, and again, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I don't have the breakdowns. The fifty thousand or so tickets already sold for that game. Yeah, that will never be played. I, I would be willing to guess that if you have an AFC championship game or an NFC championship game at a home venue, you're you're really only you're getting the season ticket holders that probably were uh, already priced into the package, just like the Grizzlies, right? You pay, you get your season ticket holder, you get the first crack at playoff tickets, um, and you're not you're not getting the you're not getting new revenue. The suites are probably spoken for. Oh, of course. Um, you know, and the, the on the other side, if you decide to do a neutral site, maybe you do some naming rights. Maybe you sell those. Maybe you do the FedEx AFC Championship game or whatever. You know, and you get you 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 raise the price of the tickets, and you get both fan bases, and you sell the suites and you sell the naming rights. Folks, this is gonna happen. This is going to happen. Because they can. Because they can. And because people buy. Mm-hmm. I think this was a test balloon of sorts. Um, you know, and, and it, it doesn't affect us because we don't have an NFL team here. But last year, the Titans, under this scenario, would not have, you know, they would not have had, uh, they didn't get the AFC Championship no. game. But, but after the bye, they lost. Had they gotten there. Burrow again. Yeah. Took care of them. Yeah. So, anyway, we have Chiefs, Bengals. We have 49ers and Eagles, uh, Chiefs, of course, got past the Jags 27-20 on a hobbled Patrick Mahomes, though he did throw for two touchdowns after the half. Some people – His backup threw for a touchdown. Yeah, that was really where the game was decided, I think, uh, when Chad Hitty came down the field. And mm-hmm. I think – I want to say it was a 98-yard drive. Um, that is an area that Jacksonville is going to have to address, that defense. Uh, it's just – it's not good enough. They got some young talent, but, you know, they, they had the number one pick. Uh, Trayvon Walker. If they had Aiden Hutchinson, maybe they're still playing. I can't say that for sure, but I, I, that is a thought that I – I mean, Hutchinson was good. Yes. Walker has not been good. Now, he might be great someday. I mean, it's not like it's a one-year thing. Um, but, but yes, uh, the Chiefs are, are dealing with an injury here. Some people are saying that Mahomes was just on adrenaline on this, in the second half and that now that time has passed, He's go- like that. That ankle is going to get worse, and that he's going to start feeling it, and <clears throat> he's going to be on crunches and, and and things like that. I don't believe that. I mean, he said he's playing. I know you don't want to believe it. Haven't already put your bets in. I mean, Chad Henney, uh, you know, covered the number yesterday. I mean, by himself, seven zero. The dude is amazing. It was a ninety-eight yard drive. The dude is amazing. No, I mean, I I. How many catches Kelsey have in that game? I think like fourteen. 30. I think he had fourteen. Yeah. I understand that the like I, I first of all on both sides of the playoffs we're talking about an, an um, a razor sharp margin between these teams. Mm-hmm. Both of them are great on each side. Both of them deserve to be where they are. Period. So it's not like, you know, this is not some 1 versus 16 matchup. Um and I think Burrow is deserving of all the accolades that he's getting. Nobody has been better than him. You know, the last two years, you know, individually, nobody has been better than him. I mean, if you want to talk about uh, performance on the field, if you want to talk about against the spread, you realize these folks in the last 26 games are 21-5 and five against the spread. If you just every Sunday decided, I'm going to bet the Bengals, 
Like you don't even yeah, realize I'm, I'm how much money Joe. you have. I'm betting Joe cool. You have exactly. so much money right now. It's, and that's all you have to do is just bet the Bengals. So, again, I don't mean any of this. Um, like me betting against the Bengals and the 49ers is in no way, shape, or form intended to be a slight. It's more of a, from where I'm coming at it, it's more of a testament to – I, I just – if the Chiefs lose again – at the crib, ownership, and let their let their season in at the hands of the Bengals. Then we got to do some soul searching, man. I mean, we got we got to look at what we're doing now. I know how much, how much did you pay Patrick Mahomes? Half a billion. Yeah. How much are you gonna have to pay Joe Burrow if he does this? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All of it. Hundred percent. Um, and then on the other side, like I just I feel like like you Nick Sirianni said having him back on the field, and you would relate to this. This was stupid. He said it's like having Michael Jordan. Come on, man. It's like having Jordan. No, it's not. You're talking about the best to ever do it. Jalen Hurts ain't close to the best to ever do it. It's in. He's up for the discussion. I mean, the way yeah, he that's ha- ridiculous for you to even say. Dude, the way he hands that's that ball said, off that to Miles Sanders, smile. the way he hands that ball off, you don't think that's I told stuff? you he was sandbagging about the whole he's still hurt thing, though. Well, he didn't have to do anything. That was, like, that was a second bye week, bro. That was, I mean, the Giants at no point in that game ever had a chance to win. And they never even, like, it was to the point to where uh, they were running the accelerated clock in the third quarter, man. Like, on Madden. They were just, Mercy clock. Mercy yeah, rule. They were just getting, that play clock was ticking down to eight seconds every time they snapped the ball. Um, I, I do think this. I think both games are going to be classics. That's what I'm, I, I'm going on record. I'm saying both of these are going to be razor sharp, very close games. Um, far and away, the best four teams in the NFL. When you think about the last, you know, month or two, um, I, I I have no problem. I, I and I will have no problem with either team winning. I would rather the teams I bet on win, but I also understand that in the NFL, the margins are just so ridiculously thin. And when you get to this stage, nothing should surprise you in terms of the winner. The best Super Bowl is Niner Cincy. So you're also going against that. Well, you're saying that because tra- of Mahomes' tradition. injury. It's yeah, but that's part of it. But don't. he'll have three weeks to heal though because of the two week gap. Don't you want to see a man that's absolutely on fire? I saw Bro in the Super Bowl last year. Didn't end well. I don't need to see that again, bro. He's coming back because whoever it is is going to eat him alive. Do you realize that whichever winning, one of those teams in the NFC is in winning him alive. five playoff games already, he is matched. What Cincinnati had done before him as a franchise, period. He's incredible. He's incredible. I mean, if I was starting a franchise, I would still go Mahomes. No, see that that's where that's where this this whole thing stops. Because you're wrong. We've switched. You should have switched this year. What based what, on what this dude's done? Doesn't matter if he has no offensive line. What what he what still is, gets it done? What is your what is your damage with Mahomes? What is, what is what is it that he's not doing for you? It's it's not damage. It's that there are times where he is still dependent on those legs, and you put yourself in a situation where okay, if there's an injury to those, it could it could put a severe dampener on his game or his ability to make plays. All of that. Whereas with Joe, who and I'm arguing. In this case, a guy who's had a season-ending you know, injury is better now at protecting himself. Don't have even a line in front of you. But you're going to do what? You're going to get it out quicker. And Joe doesn't have to scramble. It's about you know being the what second fastest to get the ball out behind only Tom Brady this year. And so that's for so I can re- feel like I can rely on him more because I'm not having to you know have the legs. They're not they're not as much of a factor in terms of I necessarily have to have them. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm saying is that you take you take a little bit of Mahomes' legs from him. It can impact him. Doesn't matter what you take away no, from Burrow. No, that's and that is so fair. Like all that. So is, if I'm starting it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and start with Burrow. But you know, I think we, I plus think, uh, plus we've owned him. Pat, Pat Mahomes had 5,200 yards this year and 41 touchdowns. That's, that's stats. Who's won the last three against him? Well, yeah, that's stats. That's, too. that's Joe Window. That's stats as well. Because his his window, as he's told us, is his whole career. I don't know why you continue to doubt. Maybe because you're mad, you feel like the Raiders should have beat him last year. You keep talking about that stupid play. Well, you didn't, and you're well, stuck on. You keep wanting we gave somebody. Him the best game. You keep asking and wanting somebody to take the mask off of him. Well, and it's I don't not think, happening. I don't think that. I don't think there's a mask to be taken off. I think he's real. I think he is a uh, generational quarterback. However, I think Mahomes is the most talented player in the NFL. Like I, you see him do things every week that defy logic and and oftentimes physics. Like this dude is ridiculous. The no look passes, the finger roll touchdown passes, 
you know, the jump pass Dude, on one leg last week. All I'm saying is he could end up being Aaron Rodgers where you've only won one, and you, you'll look back and you'll say, we should have won more. Might, that maybe. could end up being what it is. And what did we say about Aaron? Best quarterback in the league. Look at everything he can do with the arm. In the end, you're not measured on that. And what I'm counting right now is the way Joe owns that man well, and is 5-1 and one in the playoffs. Joe does like, not how have How long a, are we going to continue to doubt him? Joe doesn't have a Super Bowl yet, so he can't that, even be and, Aaron Rodgers. You know, right? He's Dan Marino territory right now. No. Now, he's young. He's young. And I don't doubt that. He, he gets it. He gets one this year. It's official that you should be taking Joe Burrow to start your franchise over your boy. And I love Patrick Mahomes to death. This dude, too cool for school. Did you see the pirouette throw in the snow and slow-mo? In in the warm-ups. It's because he doesn't care. He's not scared. He knows what's going to happen. Do it in a game. If you do that in a game, I'll give it to you. If you throw the if you throw the pirouette, no look he at the cold. There ain't nothing but ice water in them veins. But, you know, Mahomes actually does things like that in the game. He does close, like similar. Yeah, before they roll up on him. Well, that's not his fault. That he's a warrior. I'm gonna ride with Mahomes. Oh, he's dog. a he's a warrior. I'll tell you that coming back in saying no, nobody's gonna keep me out of that game. He is a warrior. He got one Super Bowl. You treat him like he's Tom Brady. I just I've, I'm I, I'm I'm dazzled. I'm bedazzled by him every time he plays. Every time he plays, he is, for me, it's the same thing like going to buy a ticket to watch John Morant. It's like, unless they're playing the Lakers uh, crypto on a weekend, be careful there because you ain't going to get the same job. He definitely was not as, uh, he was not as interested on Friday night. But most nights, uh, it's like watching John Morant. Like, because you know, like, this dude's going to do something ridiculous every time he takes the field. And uh, I look forward, this is what I look forward to, coming in here on Monday. And and going over all the ridiculous things he did on one ankle, as the as they prevent. How many teams have gotten? Like, are the Bills the only team? I I, I don't know. This off the top of my head, I'm, I guess they're probably not. But teams that have gotten back to the Super Bowl a year after losing it. I is that list very long? Probably not. I'd like to know that. I know that the Bills did it what four straight times. Yeah. And what the uh yeah they did it four straight times. What the Rams do with golf? There was time in between, right? I think so. Yeah, maybe. They didn't go back-to-back years, did they? Golf and then Stafford. There was a year in between, was there not? Am I crazy? Who would it if have If they been? did, then that would be it. Then that, that would be it. But I'm pretty sure the Rams didn't. The, uh, there, was a, there was a year in between. Remember, they go, you go golf, Stafford. But they were, they're pretty sure there's a year mm-hmm. in there. You said that lost one that goes, yeah. goes back. Yeah. So I, I think you have to go back before then. Because yeah. I don't think they count. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look. You it should up. before you ask those kinds of questions. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious because like it's it's it doesn't happen often. That I that I believe it's not a very common thing. What'd you say? You're bedazzled by it, bro. I'm bedazzled. I thought that's what you put on uh, girls' phones and all the jewelry. <laughs> it may be, man. I think you want to use a different verb next time. Dog, when I watch Patrick Mahomes, I am blinded. I am blinded by his ability. Okay, mm-hmm. it radiates. Through the television, and I I don't know I don't know what he needs to do to win you over, but maybe he'll do it on Sunday. I'm not doubting Joe. It's a great it's a, like this is great this is this is a hell of a matchup here, Joe. Man. Joe, there's a possibility he's changed Patrick's entire future. So you got him. Him his, his arrival into the league has thrown everything off. All of destiny that was to be for Patrick Mahomes and all of the titles and championships. There's a possibility that he's met his match. Well, I think it's a little a guy coming and taking over. He's owned him. I need him to do it in the playoffs again. Do it in the playoffs again. again. Do it in the playoffs again, and then I'll and then I'll come your way. Then I will come your way if he wins again. And I don't even care about the ankle because if you're playing, you know, if you're playing, I'm saying. Oh, that's what you'll be saying Monday is that he no, 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 well, no. he wasn't full no. strength and all no, this. I'm yes, you say, will. No, because that's the that's I'm the, glad you're putting this out here then now no, then, the, that you don't care about the ankle. I can't. So don't use it again next week. I can't. Weekend. I can't. I'm not worried about it now. I think that I think this is my personal opinion. I think the ankle injury has been overrated. I think people want Mahomes to not be as effective, but I think he is still going to be fine. You know, I mean, yes, it is a big part of his game. But he's going to adjust. He's the best. He's the best. And the best always do. Michael Jordan didn't make excuses. You sound like you're trying to convince yourself now. Just stop. That's in, bro. The bet is in. I can't do nothing about it now. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to call Joe and tell him what you did. Joe don't need you know, my motivation. He likes motivation. those kinds of things. He don't need my motivation. Um, so no, Cash it, out, he'll tell you. If Joe Burrow beats Mahomes in Arrowhead a second straight Again. season to end their season. We don't care. In the AFC championship game. It will Brown change. Him. It will change Mahomes' career. It will. 
It will change the narrative about him. It will be like what they – and we were talking about this before the show. It's like every time Roger Federer played uh, Nadal. Nadal. It was like, this guy is in your head. This guy is in your head, and you can't figure him out. And, I, you know, look, I think Nadal probably passed him. Mike never had anybody like that when he was top. No, right? he didn't have a he didn't he was have never a, peer. a guy that had his number. He didn't have a peer, right? You know, but like Tom Brady had the Giants every time that, he. That, ever, you, and that's a good one. That's a good one. The Giants. Yeah. For whatever reason, two. He kept, they, the Giants kept him from two Super mm-hmm. Bowls. Um, Eli Manning. Like it's just a weird. Now the gap between Tom and Eli is obviously much wider than Mahomes and Burrow. But like we're just talking about you know guys who you couldn't somebody figure that out. had the goats number. Yeah. Like just the your Giants had Tom's. That's a your good real impediment. Um, Nobody had Mike's. I'm trying to think in the NBA. Was there a good example? Like, you know, I don't know. I I can't think of I can't think of anything off the top of my head specifically there. I mean, LeBron lost to the Spurs. You know, if you want to say the Spurs um, lost to the uh, Warriors, Mavs lost to the Mavs. But that's like not. Those are spread out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be a. Uh, I think I think these games are going to be very different. By the way, like I think I think Bengals Chiefs has a chance to be like back and forth, high flying, fun, and I think Niners Eagles is going to be a knockdown, drag out, slobber knocking, hard tackling, physical, like low scoring game. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be very different in the way they're played, and I think that's by the way where both of those teams want it to be. You know, like they both want it to be smash mouth. They're old school. So if you like old school football, you're going to love this NFC championship game because that is what they do. I mean, they're just trying to basically, you know, run over you. Um, and, and you heard it, 70 sacks Philadelphia's got this year. You know, this is an in-the-trenches football game on, uh, on Sunday night. So should be a fun time. Final four is set. And then we're off, uh, they were off to the Super Bowl Jason, but we won't have the answer until a week from now. Should be a uh, should be a hell of a weekend. I got one more. Next story. All right, we got to talk Memphis basketball real fast. We've uh, we touched on it in cap or no cap, but DeAndre Williams, uh, twenty six and eight. Kendrick Davis, another good game, twenty one points, five rebounds, team high six assists. Very important. It felt like quad two victory for Memphis at Cincy yesterday, and I tweeted this. I think others have said as much to go up there with just seven eight guys essentially because I don't even count KO. I'm sorry. I know you're starting him and everything else, but dude is not giving you anything. Uh, so you essentially did it with you know four starters. Uh, technically, Demaria comes off the bench. Jonathan Lawson comes off the bench, and I guess technically you can you can throw Jaden Hardaway in there as well if you want to up it to eight. Uh, but to do that against the Cincinnati team, that listen, they uh, you know Landers Nolly had that one circled, and after hitting an early three, he gets himself into foul trouble with the Tech, takes himself right out of the game. It's probably a good development for Memphis. There's no question about it. Who controlled that game all the way up until I suppose around midway in the second half. And you figured it was Cincinnati's the best three-point shooting team in the AAC had been off uh, all first half. They finally kind of get it going. Uh, um, but Memphis there, after it's tied 50-50, Kendrick Davis takes over that game, and they're able to fend them off there from about that 12-minute mark to the 8-minute mark. John, Ben, and I had been texting. I said, this, this part seems so critical, this stretch here, because it feels like they could have let it get away with them. They did not. That's why you went out and go get a Kendrick Davis. And then what can you say about DeAndre Williams here, especially the last three games? He's been absolutely phenomenal for them. And it feels like at times where he could have let the officiating get to him, because the Tigers got screwed on some calls yesterday. And I'm not somebody that usually comes in here on a Monday or wherever day after talking about officials. Um he kept his composure for the most part and stayed on the floor. That was critical for them because, again, if you've got DeAndre and Kendrick on the floor, uh, I don't care who it is in the AAC, even Houston perhaps, uh, you've got a chance to to look good and win the ball game, and Memphis certainly did in going up there on the road. John's back-to-back road victories, first time since last season, last February. They've done that, and it clearly sets you up. We said it. You could set yourself up with some momentum here uh, right now. You got SMU coming up on Thursday, uh, an SMU team that has been awful this season. So hopefully a chance to build some momentum for a Tiger team that right now is getting very consistent contributions from DeAndre Williams, Kendrick Davis, and then finding those other guys, whether it be Keontae Kennedy hitting some shots, Elijah McCadden doing the small things. You know, you even saw them try to get Demario going on some stuff to the basket. Um, they're finding ways to do it now with a very short rotation, one that has got to be short at this point 
especially minus Alex Lomax and Malcolm Dandridge. Hopefully, at least the uh, the the you know Malcolm Dandridge in his case, you'll get him back here, you know, soon and and surely before Houston in February. Yeah, I mean, I I think that the task is really just that simple, um, because you've already lost to Tulane, um, <clears throat> you lost to UCF. Those aren't bad bad losses. They're not good, but they're not bad. You know, your your task really is to just get through as much as you can without stubbing your toe again. And 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 look, now you man, pick up something winning on the road though. That, I mean, like you're up to 37 at the net, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you're like, right. It's more than like just winning, avoiding it. Winning the road ones can yep. can help you a little Very bit true. in these instances. Very true. Yeah. And the, and and the look, the Tigers have been pretty damn good on the road. I mean, they have. Well, last two. I mean, they, they should have beaten UCF. Oh, well, I guess you count UCF the way that you played in that game. I mean, you up till the it. end, you, you gave you it You gagged up. it. But right. I mean, you were the, clearly the better team for 39 well, minutes and 15 seconds. Listen, I know, you know, from a roster standpoint, you're limited with no Malco and Alex, but didn't we say that this is why you played this kind of non-conference schedule that you come out of 10-3? and three? Like, I, it just felt like that team that came out of non-conference 10-3, and three, we were all feeling good about, that's the team that showed up yeah. at Cincy on Sunday. And if you get that squad, again, it takes DeAndre Williams staying poised, staying out of foul trouble. It takes Kendrick Davis, and you're at a point now where you feel like you're going to get this from him all the time. That said, you do it. You start looking like that team that we felt good about coming out of non-conference, and and that's what the feeling was Sunday. I thought Penny did a fantastic job. Yeah. That team, shorthanded, did a fantastic job. No, I, I couldn't agree and, more. And, and K.O. bedazzles me at his inability. Well, you can, you shouldn't be – to impact the game. You shouldn't be throwing that no, word I, around. Well, I mean, he actually does impact it defensively for the five minutes that he's out there, but then it, he can't get a rebound. It's amazing. It's amazing to watch. It's like, uh, it's like it might as well be putting you out there because we're not getting anything. Mm-hmm. It would be – I bring entertainment value, though. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like uh, – I would be like DeAndre, you know? DeAndre, DeAndre brings entertainment value because you just know he's going to do something stupid. Didn't, didn't the ribs – Get real physical with you. They did, but there was no. Officiating. So there's already a book on you. There was no officiating. That was, but that's how it is in the AAC. It's bad officiating. It's physical. You know, I've never, I've never talked about this publicly. Um, the ribs got up in that tail, didn't but they? But I, I didn't know it was possible to do something for forty. I don't even remember how long it was. Maybe thirty seconds, forty-five seconds. I didn't know it was possible to do something for that short a time and be that sore. Yeah, the ribs left their mark. On you, yeah. Like I remember being sore. I'm like, oh my god, I I I, I did something for 45, but that just goes to show you how hard I was going. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was trying really really hard to to do that for my family and for my name. And you know, I got on the board, which was more than uh, Vernon and Parrish, by the way. But I feel like I don't I, know you'll always hold that up. I left the uh, my, my teammate in that situation, Mark McCluskey, set some of the nastiest screens I've ever seen. I mean, it was like. He, bro, he did his job, and I didn't. I didn't do the job. I think you had to get five. I think that's or four, four or five. I think no, it's five. It's got to be five, right? I don't, At least five. They don't. Did they still do it? I don't. I don't think they, they do it anymore. But I think back then it was. Yeah, you, you had to score five. And keep in five. mind, this was a this was a high pressure game, dude. This was the Lakers. I was doing this in front of Kobe Bryant. Okay, yeah. rest his soul. Kobe Se- was not watching. Seventeen thousand people. I tell you who was watching. Nick Calathis. And I don't care what he has to say about it because he'd have done the same ass well, thing. He didn't that have I did. nothing else to do. Somebody gonna be looking up at that board. What? What do you? And so James Johnson did came you, came over to help me up. I, I, did you? Did your eyes lock with Nick? No, I, I saw the vid- I saw the video afterwards. And he was looking and yeah, laughing, was, or just he, looking. No, he looked disgusted. But which is really the same exact expression that I had when I watched him play. Yeah. So we, we it was a very mutual uh, uh, expression that we shared there. Well, John's man, KO, we won despite him, basically. He was minus two out there in that one. Um, we're still looking for We're still working with him. We got Dorsey with him. Coming. It's coming. Stay tuned. And uh, there's going to be a rebound to come out of that he's body gonna, here gonna, soon. He, I promise you I got. I, I should have a nice. And I'm just joking around. Like, that, that's we shouldn't be at all because, you, I mean, look, the seven or eight other guys that you did play. Right. Had to play their tails off, go up there, and get a road win. Well, I should, if you, if you, if you're patient, I should have a nice report on his practice threes uh, that I can a well timed drop of how many NBA threes he made in practice, just to kind of get the feelings good again. I just have our center evaluation on this show, going all the way back to mine of Stan Simpson mm. and him going into that last year. You, mm. you with Musa and Ko. And Ko. I got two on my record. Our center evaluation. We, 
It's it's very poor. But we did both agree that Jalen Duran was good. So I, the, oh, that was easy. Was it? He's a lottery pick. You oh, can say a lottery pick is going to be good. Easy to say now, man. Easy so, to, the guys like Precious and him and James Wiseman, you don't get any credit for saying, this guy's going to be good. That's what you told us about KO. I, you said that there was so much talent there. I think I have to count James as a miss as well. No. Yeah, James don't, is a bust, bro. Don't. Don't. Yeah, he, don't he, do he, that to he's him. He's not even playing. Oh. I know there's something. Yeah, they said there's there. Oh, there's something. There's a lot. Golden says reportedly made a final yeah. decision on James Wiseman. There's that headline right now. Is that just coming out now? Yeah, and yeah, what's yeah. the decision? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. I'm sure it's not good. Well, yeah. They're moving on. A final decision, bro. I mean, it's not going to be that they're locked in with him. <laughs> right, I guarantee exactly. you that. that. That would be the headline. He's looked so good lately. Yeah, the headline would be Golden State believes down. in James. No, the final decision is he's going to be included in the package. You know, so uh, anyway, yeah, it was a nice, uh, nice weekend for the Tigers. We'll come back, uh, respect burgers, and then Jason Fitz is going to join us uh, at one twenty-five. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. Jason Smith and John Martin. Verbal commits reported that Mustise was indeed entering his name into the transfer portal. He wanna go there, NBA. Still, he don't go there. Everybody say, see, say something, 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 see, say something. The Jason and John Show. Listen live weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.